Hi, I'm Ryan. You might not know me. Maybe you do. What I'm about to talk about is me. Um, mostly you're here today to hear a story. Actually, I don't really know why you're here. You could be trying to learn more about me as a person if you know me. You could be just trying to listen to someone's story. You could just be trying to fill something in during the time as you do an errand. Whatever the reason you're here, uh, thanks for coming. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for coming to hear me. I have always wanted to do something like this since I was a kid. And it's taken a lot for me to finally get to this stage. I don't know what my podcast name is going to be called. The name I have my hopes on right now is The Rambling Anecdote. And I think that's a pretty cool name. And sums me up as a person pretty well. I ramble a lot. And that's okay. Um, this podcast is a personal thing for me. It's something I've wanted to do as a kid. And I'm finally taking those steps to do it. I started the podcast with my friends, Colby and Taylor, a couple months ago, and it's been a blast. And it's inspired me to make my own and really talk about my life and my story so I can share it with everyone. Um, the other podcast, um, I highly recommend checking it out. There's a lot of goofiness in there. It's called Welcome to Our Shit Show. Um, peculiar name, but it's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy it. we got nine episodes out so far. This podcast is going to be a type of memoir of me. And as memoir, I mean just... Actually, I'll give you um, a little something. I don't know why I said it like that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I always found it interesting when the thought of like diaries came up. And I know it might sound girly like back then, but honestly, I thought it was pretty cool. Because it's so interesting to me to have a record of what you did at a certain day, at a certain age, at a certain year. Because if you think back to like March 17th of 2008 when I was 8 years old, I don't remember what happened that day. But how cool would it be to have a record of it and see firsthand my account of that day and what my thoughts were back then? This podcast is really... I want to go over my life. I got a lot of rambling to talk about. I got a lot of things in my head I just want to share. I got a lot of funny childhood stories I want to preserve and to share with others because it made me laugh. I have a lot of life stories that help me grow as a person and I think other people should hear. I want my kids one day, future partners, friends, if they want to understand, or even family members now, if they want to understand me better, then they can listen and they can really, I would say, understand me. Because what I'm trying to do here is to not hold back. Um, in the past year or so, I've really tried to become vulnerable and actually be open. And I have. And that type of change in me was such a great thing. Um, I'm going to share that process and what went down about that in probably a future episode. But the topic of this episode I'm trying to do that I want to share for my first one 
is New Year's. Um, coincidentally, I'm recording this episode at 10 o'clock on New Year's night. I'm alone in my room with two candles, and I'm content. I'm actually very happy. Um, I didn't really feel like being that sociable tonight, and it just felt right to do this. I have a little tradition with myself that I thought I'd let you all in on. Every New Year's and every birthday of mine, I reflect on the year I just had. On my birthday, I recently turned 20, and I reflected on what my whole year being 19. And I saw how I grew as a person in the big events of my life, and I look back on it and how I changed. And I'm doing that for 2020. I'm going over the big the big highlights of 2020 I'm going over the low points I'm going over how I changed the person and I'm going over my 2020 because I think we all have a story when it comes to it because let me tell you 2020 was a horrible year like the amount of stuff that went on was just what 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 um it was so much and I think everyone has a story so let me paint the picture for you it's 2020 it's january i'm still on winter break and there's all those memes about world war three about the startup um australia i think is on fire i can't remember what else other meme was going on but that was how the year started and it was a joke and it was a meme and i was like huh okay and then it kept going um so i recently went off to college first time i was a freshman i was um at the University of Texas A&M Commerce. I was there in a special program. It was not my first choice. I never thought I'd actually be going there, but I came to love it in a certain way. I joined a group when I was in commerce, and it was a brotherhood that I've kind of been wanting all my life, and it helped me grow so much as a person, and I'm ever thankful to them for that. Um, I joined a fraternity when I was there. I joined Delta Psi Delta. I made real friends um, that really cared for me, and it was like a family. And it was it really meant something to me because I haven't I didn't have that much before. Uh, this is my second semester at Commerce. I was officially a member. I had an actual drive to be good in school. I've never once in my life before cared about my classes I wasn't so much a slacker it's just I couldn't find the motivation to try and do it but that second semester I was ready I for once in my life wanted to do something good and I did um I had a great start to it I was surrounded by friends I understood the campus and the professors I had a drive to do well in classes I was I wouldn't say completely happy, but I was understanding myself a lot better thanks to the last semester and going to college. And I was having fun. So, commerce, that's a whole other episode I'll have to go through. My experience is there. But some to say, 2020 was worldwide not off to a great start. But for me, it was looking up. Um, I think, I believe... The highlights I can go through really start up around February. Um, oh, and before I get to that, so the reason I was at Commerce was because I was in a special program. 
I was on like a fast track to go to A&M, my dream college. I've been in love with A&M since I was a kid. They basically said to me, go to A&M Commerce for a year, make a 3.0 both semesters, and you can go to A&M. A tall task, because I've never been much for my grades. I've always been about a 3.0 student. It was my first semester at college, and I I got it. I, God damn, I'm so proud of this. I, I did get it, and I was able to go to my dream college. I may have scraped by, but I did it. I was so happy. Um, that's something I'm really proud about myself was. I got to A&M. Um, and in February, mostly just, it was just hanging out with friends, going classes, same old, same old, but it was content, and it was good. I had a fun roommate, Aiden. Love you for listening to this. Um, goddamn, keep that axe body spray away. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Um, I, th- I believe around February, I started seeing someone. Wasn't the best thing. Um, and then after a month, it ended. A lot, whole lot of drama. And was feeling bad about myself about it. And then I went to a big event for my fraternity in Dallas. Like, I traveled, like, from Commerce to Dallas. I was there for a weekend. Um, it was a really cool thing. It helped me show, like, leadership and, like, the actual organization. You get to do a ritual thing. It was a lot of fun. And it helped me get over that initial one-month breakup. And not that much, but me and dating is a thing that's really a part of my life. Um, and it's not so much, like, entirely who I am. Actually, no, that's not the right way to say it. Um, dating helps me change as a person and grow, so I feel the need to mention it. Um, so after that, we get back, and it's about finals. It's like midterms. It's two weeks, and then we leave for spring break. And spring break for me, my friends and I went to Florida. So it's around mid-March. My friends and I rented an Airbnb in Florida. There's like nine of us. We go to Pensacola, Florida, and I had such a blast uh chilling at the beach i may have had a lot to drink several times i walked around the neighborhood i explored the town i had fun with everybody it was a great time and a few days in to pensacola during my spring break guess what got up on the news coronavirus and it was like oh there are a couple cases in china wow they're building that hospital really fast And then it kept going and going and going. And then we got an email from our school saying, hey, there's going to be no classes next week due to COVID and all these things. All my friends and I were on spring break in Florida. We all celebrated. Little did we know the world was about to shut down. On our way back from Florida, we went to the French Quarter in Baton Rouge and oh my god is it Baton Rouge I I I'm so sorry if I get it wrong my friends get me for this all the time I just know French Quarter we were there the day it closed due to COVID um I walked around voodoo shops I got a crystal that was funny my sister likes witchy stuff um I went to the flea market I haggled for a ring I got a couple knockoff sunglasses and I had a blast there the drive back was horrible, by the way. I'll always remember that. I, oh God, I don't want to go over that. Um, but get back to commerce. And my plan was, hey, I'm just going to go home for a night and then I'll come back. 
and spend the rest of the weeks at Commerce. And then maybe if stuff gets worse, I'll just come back home. So I come back, say hi to my roommate, I go to sleep, and I wake up, pack my stuff, and I go back home for the night. And my sister is still living at home. She's about to finish nursing school. She's got like a semester or two left. My mom's there. Get there. COVID stuff is a big panic and all that. Sister works at like a hospital doing clinicals. I'm there for a night in my bed. Yeah, I'm not going back. So I go up the next day to Commerce, grab all my things from my dorm, say goodbye to my roommate, some of my friends. And Commerce is only an hour and 20 drive away. So I can be there pretty quickly to any events or anything that goes on. But due to COVID, it you just really couldn't. So I get back and I move back home. And that's the beginning of quarantine. And this is the part about myself that I think is the biggest problem I had with 2020. And not about 2020 itself, about, about me personally. Um, when I look back on 2020 and how I changed as a person, how I grew... I think the best part I can say is I was stagnant and sometimes it's okay. I wouldn't say stagnant is always the best. Sometimes stagnant could be good. Um, I was content. I was happy where I was. Um, I had grown a lot as a person. I had opened up about my emotions. I was being a lot more vulnerable with myself, I was being a lot more open and honest with what I wanted in the future and who I was. And that was good. But the part that remained stagnant was my routine and kind of how I went about doing my goals and all that. Um, Let me fill you in. So when quarantine started, the days just kind of blended together. And I'm sure it did for everyone. Um, Don't know this yet, but let me tell you, I'm very much ADD. Um, And it is pretty bad I can like I stopped taking medicine for it when I was like in middle school because I just didn't care um because I had really big plans on doing military and military looked down upon like Adderall and like ADD stuff so I just like quote-unquote got over it I didn't get over it um and it's not ADD isn't really you know like an excuse um I it's just who I am as a person, Um, whether that be I walk in a room and I have no idea why I walked in there, I have a failure to focus on anything, Um, when I sit at a TV, I have to be, like if I'm playing a video game, I have my laptop set up right next to the screen playing a video and I'm listening to it with Bluetooth earbuds on while I'm on the mic with my friends while the YouTube is playing. Oh, and I'm checking my phone in between things. Yeah, and I'm eating. I do a lot at once, and it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I can't do one thing without doing another. If I'm running, if I'm driving a car, I have to be listening to music, or I have to have a podcast going. I have to have noise. If I'm doing dishes or anything, I have to have noise. Um, As I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm literally like swiveling back and forth and I'm running my hands on my legs because I can't physically sit still. (laughs) Um, Being ADD is just who I am as a person and you learn to live with it. Um, It's not something you could just change about yourself. It's something you learn to work with and that's something I want to do 2021. 
being stagnant, I mean, when quarantine happened, it was a lot of playing games, being at home, having days amount to almost, I wouldn't say nothing, but they kind of just blended together. Um, I lost my job, of course. I was a lifeguard, and I moved back from my college town, and of course, the recreation, the pools closed. So I didn't have a job, so I was trying to apply to different places, and I wasn't too motivated about doing that. And it wasn't until May when I landed the job at Walmart, like literally if in a morning, like I got a call after I did a bunch of applications, did one for Walmart. And they're like, Hey, this Ryan? Like, uh, yeah, this is Ryan. Okay, cool. You want to come into Walmart? And I was like, uh, okay. And I I got a job almost on the spot. Um, I'll get into that. But when quarantine was just, I didn't do much. Like I'd feel accomplished if I showered if I some days be like, oh, I got, I filled up the five gallon water jug today uh, at the store. Oh, I got groceries. Um, I worked out today. And it was a lot of that. And it, <laughs> I'm not proud of it, honestly. Um, you know, those days where I was content, you know, I wasn't particularly sad, wasn't particularly happy. I just was. Um, and that's kind of not okay for me. Um, so let me talk about myself a little bit. I'm a very, it's a weird mix. Um, I'm an extroverted introvert, if you can say. Um, I definitely have a social battery in life. I am fine on my own. I am fine doing my own thing. I prefer to be doing my own thing sometimes. Um, I just like to be in the presence of people, and I like to do friend stuff. Um, I definitely have a social battery, of course. Um, I could be the most extroverted and sociable person in a room. I can walk up to anyone, no problem, and start a conversation, act like I've known them for years. I talk to just about anyone. I can just, at a party or kickback, I'll be like a beeline all around different groups, just saying hi and getting to know people. Um... That's who I am. My friends like joke I'm like a social butterfly. And that is who I am as a person. I'm just also a really like reserved person. And I'm perfectly content with pulling out a book. My friends will give me shit on this. Pulling out a book during a party and just chilling. Or wandering around and doing my own little adventure. Or doing my own thing. It doesn't bother me. Um, The only part that bothers me is only when. And I'll get into this at some point. But. I get lonely, and it hurts to be alone, personally for me. Um, I need to be around people in the presence of others. And being in quarantine and not supposed to being out and around people sucked. Oh, my God. it That was hard for me. Um, not being around others and people I knew hurt me in a way. I can't describe it too well. It's just... I'm that type of person and to not have that kind of thing just got to me. Um, so I mean stagnant. Um, and you know, sometimes like I see a lot of people did a lot of change and a lot of good stuff for, you know, 2020 and during quarantine. I'm like, go props to you. I read a lot of books. I read so many books during quarantine. It's ridiculous. I, Oh, also something I'm going to, I'm going to add this to New Year's resolution. I'm going to do it at the end of the episode. 
Um, I wish I kept a list of every book I've read and every manga or a little piece of media I do because it's so cool to keep track because I have a giant bookshelf next to me, like both sides filled with giant fantasy books. That's what I love. Like my favorite book I just finished was 1,250 pages. And I think that's a good size. And anything below like 800 pages, I'm always like, that's too short. That's the type of book person I am. Uh, but I read a lot of books, and I might be impressed with you. It's just a thing for me. Like, people watch TV or school on social media. I do those things, but I also read a ton of books. Like, I read, like, 10 to 13 books at a time. It's ridiculous. Um, so during this quarantine time, I read a lot of books. I played a lot of games. I would feel conscious if I even fucking showered. I did dating apps during this time, but I wasn't doing much of them. I was actually taking a break. Um, actually, no, I took a break for a while because I took a break around February after I ended that one relationship I was in and then, you know, spring break, midterms, quarantine, I was taking a break. And for me dating, I've always just kind of done it all the time unless I'm in a relationship, but I for once was taking a break and I don't think I started up again until May, but the end of May marks something for me. That's that actually sparked the big change. April. Not gonna lie, almost nothing happened. I can't recall any big things happening in April. March, halfway through March, April, how much happened? May, I was finishing up my school. I was finishing up the semester. Basically, the only thing standing in my way for A&M was passing my math class. And let me tell you, I can study. I may not have been doing well in class, not very good at homework assignments, but let me tell you, when my back's against the wall, I can study. I'm going to pause real quick because I'm going to burp. So I passed my math class and yes. And so it was official. I'm getting into A&M. All right, moving on. Actually, well, not, not wasn't official yet. I knew I had the grades to get into A&M, but hold on. Let me give you another big point. I did my math class, but I made a C and they required a B and I had a 2.97 and I needed 3.0 to get in. And when I called the guy, he said, well, you're shit out of luck. You can't do it. I was like, no way. I'm not letting it end here. I call my college advisor and I'm like, hey, I'm at a 2.97. There's a goddamn global pandemic going on. Something cut me some slack. What can I do? We went around it and we used some regulate whatever new policy it was for COVID. And somehow, like basically we've enabled it to where my math grade didn't count against my GPA for that semester. So it boosted it up and I had a 3.2 and I got into A&M. Um, if I hadn't done anything, I would not have gone. But I like took, I was so proud of myself. I took initiative and I was like, fuck no, I'm going to this school. So I was really proud of myself for that. Um, so I knew I got into A&M, but I was waiting for the official report card from the college, but I knew I was going to get in. Um, that didn't come until June I think the day before my birthday or the day of my birthday, which is June 29th. That's when I turned 20. And May marked me working at Walmart, me ending school, me... I think I got that game Divinity Original Sin 2, which I love. Oh my god, I love that game. And it was like... Marking turning point of like, okay, I'm done with school. Now I can just... Now I'm just excited. And it's basically, I'm waiting to leave for... A&M in the fall. And not just A&M in the fall. I was leaving for the Corps of Cadets at A&M. Now, I don't want to get into this subject too much right now. 
but I'll go I'll give you the highlights of it because it's something really personal to me and I think it deserves its own talking episode because the Corps of Cadets is like a military organization at A&M and the reason I wanted to do the Corps of Cadets was because I was planning on joining the military after college and I was planning on becoming an officer I was planning on signing a contract for the Corps of Cadets, getting my college paid for, and joining the military as an officer, preferably the Air Force. I won't get into it much I won't get into it much now about why I didn't want to do that anymore. That's gonna be for another time. But some to say, when I got to the Corps, it wasn't what I wanted out of life, and that kind of military lifestyle wasn't what I wanted anymore and I stopped doing the core and I became just a regular student um but I'll go over that another time but back to May May I believe I downloaded the dating apps again because I'm horrible oh my god I'm like either really really smooth or I'm like the most awkward person you'll ever meet in your life um I am both of those I'm both of those things I might like the most awkward introvert or I'm like the most like cool extrovert sociable person I'm literally both of these things um so I think I started seeing people and doing uh dating apps again and it was around when I started Walmart um that I started to earn some money I started to get to work and get through that routine have a reason to get up and shower and be presentable for the day to banner with co-workers and be around people and pretty much at Walmart um after a couple of weeks they're like I worked online grocery pickup and since this is a very like COVID kind of job you pick the groceries for people and then you bring it out to their cars and that's the job um and I was so good at bringing it out to the cars they're like okay Ryan we're gonna leave you alone in this department you do it all uh, wasn't given much supervision for it, which is great because I started a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Glass Cannon podcast. I freaking love you. You got me through those days. I'd have my AirPods in. I'd do my job. I had to listen to music, my podcast, and I'd work like nine hour shifts. And those really drained me. And eventually I was like, you know what? I want my afternoon. So I started working the 4 a.m. shift. So I'd wake up at 3.30 in the morning. I'd work nine hours. I'd get off at one. I do OGP and I'd be so exhausted when I got home. I'd come home fully dressed with a jacket on and I'd pass out of my bed for like two hours. And then I'd eat some food. Um, I earned good money at Walmart, but man, did it make me exhausted. Um, but during that time when I first started working at Walmart, the dating apps for one, they I always did dating apps whenever um, about halfway through 18 is when I started doing them. And Oh man, that's a whole big topic I'm going to go into another episode. Um, specifically, Ty and Aiden. Making that episode for you and for myself. Because um, I just want to help you guys. And honestly, I think it's pretty fun going over my dating history and all that. Because um, I just like thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, but I met someone on these apps. And I just want to know. I'm over it. Just because I talk about it doesn't make it seem like, you know, I'm not over it. Um, I met someone great. She was awesome. 
this was, in my opinion, the first honest and really genuine seeing someone date, dating someone that I've ever done in my life. Because in past dating and relationships, there was always something off, whether it be manipulative, a lot of red flags, it was only really physical, it was all these other things. This one was just genuine. Um, I learned so much from seeing this person, and I saw her for about a month and a half during the summer. I learned so much about myself and what standards I should have for dating that she really changed my life for the better. Um, I learned a lot, and it really showed me that, hey, this isn't toxic. This isn't bad. This is genuine. This is what it should be. And I learned that. And that was a really great lesson to learn. And that's something I'm going to cherish about 2020. So thank you. Um, wondering, and different passions of life and different things you want out of life. And wasn't kind of a right fit, you know. And honestly, that's okay sometimes. And so going on past that, my birthday, I turned 20 years old. I was really coming into myself. But the rest of the summer was really just marked by waiting and being stagnant. And I'm going back to the stagnant point because from quarantine, from like when I got back from spring break around mid-March to almost halfway through August, almost five total months, I was stagnant. And I didn't really change much as a person. Um, I could have done so much in that time that I didn't do that I wish I did. I just feel bad about it. Um, and it's something I want to do better on in the future. And it's part of my New Year's resolution as mentioned. I was stagnant during that time. I was so excited for AM. I was literally counting down every day till I left. I went on a tubing trip, on a river trip with my friends right before I left. That was a lot of fun. I got to be around my friends again. It was, I really cherish being around my friends. They are my world and they, I'm so thankful for them. Um, then I finally left for AM to the Corps Cadets. And let me tell you, that week fucking sucked. Um, any people in the core in AM, especially at the core, they'd understand. Yeah, that first week, fish week or whatever it's called, sucks. It is so bad. It sucks so much. Um so pretty much I did a shitty week there. Um, learned a lot. And but I learned not what they wanted me to learn. I did not want that kind of life for myself. And at the end of that week, I left the core and I became just a regular student. I moved into a regular dorm and I moved, I moved into temporary housing for like two weeks. Um, classes started. Um, classes were weird at AM because they were like a hybrid. They were like, you can go in class like once a week and then the rest is online. I had one class that was literally only on YouTube, which is really weird and like, oh God. 
I didn't do that well in that class. I'll be honest. Um, I understand it now, but God, YouTube class? Come on. Um, so I did that when I got to A&M. And something that remains, hey, guess what? Stagnant. I was happy to be at A&M. It was really good. But at a certain point in time, I just became stagnant. And my classes weren't that dire, to be perfectly honest. I was, I'm a communications major. Um, I, it's in the liberal arts college. I understand what my major is. And I really understand the amount of work I need to do to do well in a class. And I kind of fell back on that. And I didn't have that same kind of drive to do good like I did at Commerce. And I got it back now because I'm just like, what the hell are you doing, Ryan? Um, and the big thing about myself trying to do is that stagnancy. Just not doing much. Um, my classes weren't that hard. And when I say my classes weren't that hard, I mean, I honestly didn't really have to take notes. They were online. Um, my weather and climate class had two attempts on the exams. My anthropology class didn't have any exams or quizzes. Um, yeah. I had all 8 a.m.s. I don't know why I did that to myself. Anyone listening, please don't do 8 a.m.s. Especially all, every day. I don't know why I did that to myself. That was so dumb. Um, but the days just kind of blended together. And if they started to, it revolved around, I wake up, do my classes, have pay attention. Alright, get up, go eat, come back shower okay it's almost 12 o'clock all right i'm gonna go to the msc to go do schoolwork or hang out and then i'm going to eat yet again and i would go back to my room play some games do whatever and let's see my roommate was a stem major he was like doing weather and stuff he'd always have work and i'd always never have work so that was weird dynamic and we go into it and and then I do stuff. Oh, hey, it's five six. I'm gonna go eat. And then I had a longboard. Oh yeah, I longboard. I longboarded everywhere on that campus, and it was a lot of fun. I was known as that kid. So I'd eat, and then I'd come back, and then I do. I'd either go hang out at the MSC to go read, watch YouTube, or maybe do an assignment or two. And then I'd just play games and do whatever for the rest of the night. Um, and the big thing, I almost forgot about this point. I'm not joking. One week at AM at College Station, my car got totaled. I'm going to sneeze. Okay, I'm back after I pause. I sneeze. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, one week at AM, the first week, my car got totaled. And I like to say it was not my fault. Um, I was driving on a road near campus, I was doing like 30 miles an hour. And some guy took a U-turn and didn't look, and then he slammed right into me. And my car is old. Uh, I named my car, by the way. Her name is Janice. Um, she is deceased. Janice is gone. Very sad about that. And Janice died, and I didn't have a car. And let me tell you, it sucks to not have a car after having a car for a year. Especially in a new town and at a new campus. So I got used to walking everywhere, longboarding everywhere, or taking the bus. 
and let me tell you, and I was trying to get a PS5, I jogged to Walmart, and it took me 45 minutes, and they didn't have anything, so I had this jog my mopey ass back 45 minutes, um, one time I ran at like 10 o'clock at night, oh man, my mom's gonna hear this, I ran at like 10 o'clock at night to a kickback in Bryan, Texas, three miles away, because the Uber, oh, it was game day, it was Halloween, and the Ubers were $55, so I was like, I'm gonna run, and during that run, I'm kind of going, I'm leapfrogging everywhere for this fall semester, and during that run, not even like five minutes into it, I trip, and I'm wearing my favorite pair of jeans, I trip, and I get like two perfect horizontal slips at my knees, a rip my jeans, I've never worn ripped jeans in my life, never interested me, and now I have ripped jeans, oh, and my left knee is bleeding so bad from a giant scrape that I still have a giant purple scar the size of a half dollar, um, oh, and also I'm wearing a sweatshirt for some reason, and it's like 70, no, no, it's not 70, it's like 60 or something, and I'm jogging in it, and by the end of that run, I'm just fucking, I'm just booking it down these fields and like side of the road and like one of my friends from commerce is there there's a lot to that night oh my god i could do a whole thing i could do like 20 minutes on that night alone um a lot went on that night and i was like a sweaty mess i was wearing a fucking sweatshirt while i was chalking um but going back yeah i didn't have a car so i ran everywhere i took the bus i'm gonna tell you i really felt like an indie kid when I was playing my, you know, indie rock music, I, okay, so my music taste is rock, I love rock, I can appreciate rap and that type of music, that's kickback party music to me, I'm cool with listening to it, it gets me hype, it's like a kickback kind of mood, I like that kind of mood, when I'm on my own, personally, or in the car, I don't listen to that, I listen to rock, um, I listen to music my way, which is I listen to it by album. So I usually play the album from a top to bottom. I don't really like playing individual songs as much, but I've been, you know, I do it a little, but I prefer album listening. Also, I have a ton of CDs in my car. I got like 20 CDs. I'm that type of person. So didn't have a car and it was going. And let me tell you, it sucks to have to call and text your friends like, or in the group chat, like, who's going to pick Ryan up for bachelor night, bachelorette night, and it's like, I'll pick him up, and it's like, thank you so much, um, I'm like, I never gave him the gas money, I, I'm sorry, y'all, I, Colby, I need to give you gas money or something to repay the favor, um, oh yeah, we have bachelorette nights, every Tuesday night, we'd bring out the wine, we'd bring out the chairs, and we'd turn on TV, and we watch the bachelorette, now, this tradition started, like, in commerce, like, during, uh, who was it, Hannah Brown's season, we all watched it, like, a watch party of, like, 20-plus people, uh, and then Peter's season, we all watched it together, and then for Claire and Tasha's season, Tasha's way better, by the way, we all watched it, and we had, like, wine, and we were, like, trying to act fancy and all, <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun, uh, but pretty much the fall semester was me being lazy when it came to classes, literally, like, treating it like quarantine almost. 
I was just over here at College Station. Um, I did all right with my classes. I could have done better. Honestly, um, if I can solve this myself, if I put in 25% more effort throughout the year since the semester started, I would have gotten uh, A's in two classes. But I didn't, and I'm sad about that. Um, I could have done better. And so, going back, I did good. You know, I was 2020, like, going to the gym. I was making new friends. really understanding myself. Um, I was, but the thing about A&M when I was there was, it was lonely. Um, that loneliness stayed with me from quarantine. I didn't feel that when I was with my friends. They all lived in apartments on campus. When I got to see them do those things I didn't feel lonely which is great but in those other moments like it was really hard to make friends um at A&M and part of me as a person when trying to make friends is it's either you know I'm really good at meeting people it's just it's hard for me to like keep up with them I really try my best it's something I need to work on about myself but like like, the fraternity made it so easy to keep up with friends. Also, I didn't join the fraternity when I was there because it is so much damn money. It was like sixteen to $1,800 a semester. Oh, my God. That is so much. So, I became an alumni. So, woo! Delta, Delta. Um, it, I was just really lonely, and it was hard to really make friends. I joined this one club called Odyssey. Um, it's like an article writing club. Um, I did that, and I was just going to write my book ideas in it. Um, and let me tell you, writing book ideas in place of an actual, like, article to where it's, like, you know, 10 health benefits to help you if you're lower back. And I'd write my book ideas and for my articles, and I'm not going to lie, I sounded like a fucking wacko. Because anyone reading it without the context of who I am is like, why is this person talking about weird things he sees and views the world this way what the hell is a suicide idea let me tell you my ideas are all over the place i personally enjoy them but anyone reading them in the context of an article like a buzzfeed article let me tell you not a good mix because it's well not the place for it (laughs) and out during this time 2020 i really got into my book um I really understood the type of book I wanted to do and the type of world, the characters, and all my ideas. Um, so, I'm going to tell you, I'm trying to write a book right now. It's called Wardens. It's a Texas supernatural urban fantasy. And I don't want to go into it too much because I'll probably do another episode because I'm definitely talking about my book ideas on this podcast as well. Um, those would just be like special episodes or whatever. Um, but I'm trying to write a book and the part that's holding back is you guessed it stagnant. Um, I am very ADD and part of me being ADD is it's really hard for me to focus and do the tasks that I'm really passionate about. And it's who I am as a person. And let me tell you, it sucks. Um, I need to learn how to overcome this ADD and, use it to my advantage and not let it hold me back so much um because damn i really want to start my book um i really got to 
I have like everything ready. I got like the first four chapters ready, like perfect. Like I know what I'm exactly doing. Next three chapters, I know what I'm gonna do as well. And the chapter, like two chapters of that, I know what I'm gonna do. I got a big antagonist. I got all these things. I just need to write and start practicing. I'm just a little bit scared, but I just need to take that leap, like I'm doing here. Um, so pretty much tw- the end of 2020 for me just not many big things happened. Well, you know, certain things. Uh, the football games at AM were amazing. Um, I'm generally happy. Honestly, I'm, even though I'm stagnant, I'm content. I'm happy. Um, the part I want to go over is I feel like I've, I'm probably going to quote uh, the Stormlight Archive here. Um, the most important stuff is the next. And I have tattooed literally life for death. Straight before weakness, journey before destination on my arm. Freaking love it. Um, the thing is, I feel like I could have taken a lot more steps this past year, and I didn't. And a lot of times, I did take some steps to be better, and I was happy, and I'm doing really well in life right now. But I know in my heart, I could have done more, and that's something I'm sorry about. And I want to do better next time to take more steps in my life and be better about it. So, oh, and then Thanksgiving came back, um, finished up my classes, played games, did podcasts and had fun being back. I'm going back soon. It is currently 1038. Sadly, you're not going to be here for when it turns to New Year's, but thank you all for just listening. I'm not done yet. Not done yet. Um, I actually want to go over New Year's resolutions. And New Year's resolutions for me is kind of a big deal. It's not that I'm going to go to the gym and then I go to the gym like the, literally the day after New Year's and then I don't go after that. Um, I like to say I exercise semi-regularly. I definitely need to be better about it. But I don't really want to do a New Year's resolution on it because I know about myself like, yeah, I'm being better about it. I don't really need to commit myself because I want to make it a big deal for me, this New Year's resolution. My first one is I want to write about my book every week. And the part I'm not saying is I want to write a chapter a week of my book. Now that is a daunting, daunting task. Because a chapter a week is a lot of writing. You know what? Yeah. A chapter a week. It's a lot of writing. I've seen authors that I've read. I've been getting into web serials. They post chapter by chapter online. Some of them are really great. One of them posts, writes a chapter, writes two chapters a week at 8,000 words each. That is insane. It is insane. He's been doing it for years. I need to be, I need to get on that kind of routine and schedule. So for one, for each week, I want to write a book chapter. Sorry, I just popped my knuckle. Um, The second thing is I want to record an episode each week as well. I am still doing the other podcast, my friends, welcome to our, sorry, hiccups, welcome to our shit show. Ton of fun. I'm going to be doing that with my friends. But I also want to record once a week 
to do my thoughts because honestly I talk a lot and I ramble to myself and I have a lot of stuff I can talk about and honestly anytime I feel that way I want to put my mic in my laptop and I want to record and get it to be a podcast episode so you're going to be hearing a lot from me so I pledge myself my second new year's resolution is I want to record a podcast episode each week my third one that I pledge myself to I'm going to take those steps forward that I didn't take this past year I don't want to be stagnant I want to pursue my goals I this isn't really more of a definitive thing it's more of something I want and I know I'm going to listen to this um so this helps me honestly more than you know hearing my voice saying I'm going to do this Brian I'm talking to you bud don't be stagnant. Go for it. You know you can do it. Take those steps. It's hard to, but once you get going, the routine is what you need. That's what I push myself to. Um, I am doing my best. Um, I may come off a little hard on myself sometimes, but I'm just who I am. I'm Ryan Hare. Oh, yeah, you should follow me. Um, I'll try and figure this all out later, but thank you for coming, honestly. I, anyone listening, if I know you, if I don't know you, um, I want you to know that 2021 is going to be better. And if you ever need someone, I'm here. And let's have a great year, y'all.